Welcome to a very special rendition of the Ava podcast. It's been a whole year. It really has. We've I ended the show with a episode on Pink Lemonade, Christian's previous project, and now we're doing an. I'm bringing it back with an episode on Christian's project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Iconic. So. What are we talking about today? We're talking about my new EP, Moonlight. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about the EP? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's so crazy that we're able to like talk about it <laughs> once again. I feel like I said this in the Pink Lemonade podcast, but like it's been like a little secret, you know? Yeah. Um, but this project is so so different from any of my previous projects. Um, and not only with just like the genre, but the quality and the time put into it, like that really makes this project for me. Um, so yeah, it, it's uh, five tracks, um, all original songs, of course. Um, and you produced. Um, and a lot of things have changed with like the process of making this project rather than Pink Lemonade. And I think we going into that is going to be interesting, like talking about that and right, how things yeah. have changed. This setup is so nice. It I, is. Yeah. It's, this, this is our studio. Yeah. If you didn't already know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, right, we're doing so much with Moonlight right now. Also, the aesthetic of... I said that funny. Aesthetic? The, the aesthetic yes, of Moonlight is like a dark blue color, so this is why that's dark blue. Yeah. It so, looks so nice. Yeah, it does. I love this so much. Mood lighting. Um, so, how have you been? I've I've been, I'm, I'm you know, life, yeah. life hits you sometimes, but music helps right. <laughs> making the music really. Uh, life is hard for a little bit for everybody. Oh, yeah. So, uh, corona, the mm -hmm. coronavirus, has definitely impacted the both, both, the both of us. <laughs> the both of us. Uh, the both of us in a way that we could have never anticipated. Mm -hmm. um, so, we were, believe it or not, working on a whole entire different project in January. And up until March is whenever you were like, uh, we had some concerns with the project and we were just, it wasn't working out mm -hmm. really. Um, so we, for studio, uh, studio is whenever like we come over to this specific room to make music together and whatnot and do business things mm -hmm. such as recording podcasts. Yes. Um, and what, what was the day that they closed down schools? Was oh, it? it was a Friday. I remember. Right. It was, uh, like the 20, 23rd, I want to say. Something like that. Yeah. And... Before then, me and Christian, I would pick him up from school on Wednesdays, and we'd have studio on that day and Sunday. And then Corona hit, mm -hmm. and I remember being freaked out at the time and like not wanting to scare anybody. Uh, not, I was scared, mm -hmm. but I remember not wanting to be around anybody. Yeah, yeah. I remember you being like, "We need to be cautious." Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and not. I was like, "I'm down." Right. Um, and if we need to take a break from music, you know, 
That's fine. I think that break was beneficial in the making of Moonlight. Yes. Definitely. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. Can you explain... I know we're talking about Moonlight, but I just want to, like, what was school like for you on that last day? It, it, you know, it was really... It, okay, it was... It was almost like a nightmare had come to life. Because all that week, the week before... It was on a Friday, I remember, right. but all that week before, um, everyone was like, yeah, they might close down schools. Have you heard? They might close down schools. And it's just like a like a rumor thing, you know? Yeah. It's never real. Yeah. It's never real. Um, but it, it really scared me when the teachers started talking about it. And then I was yeah. like, that's different. That's new. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I wasn't, I don't pay attention to the news or right. like, I don't. I, not, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But hearing the teachers talk about it and like, oh, they might close down schools, I was like, okay, this seems a little bit more real now. <laughs> and then when they finally got the email on that Friday of the school's going to be closing down right. for the rest of the year, I was like, one, I was like, summer, but it, it, it really didn't hit me until later about why this was happening. Yeah. Like, I knew why it was happening, but I didn't know the 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 seriousness of it. Right. It really didn't hit our area, I yeah. would say, until, like, a couple months after. Yeah. Um, and really, it didn't come anywhere close, I would say, to either of us, but I would say now that it's close to me, it's close to you. Yeah. But it's really impacted my family, especially within the past week. Mm -hmm. And so now it's getting even more real, even, even more scary. Yeah. So, like... Please, if this is your chance of just now seeing someone talking about the coronavirus, please take it seriously. It's not a joke. Mm -hmm. People can die from it. Stay quarantined. Don't get out irresponsibly. Just wear a if mask. If you get out, please wear a mask. Yeah. Please. We're asking you nicely. Two dudes on the internet. <laughs> talking <laughs> that, about music. <laughs> yeah, talking about music. Well. Yeah, stay in and listen to the EP. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Um... Well, so we've already... That was kind of like the beginning of Moonlight. Yes. The, that was re that was really the time it started. Right. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I would come over and I stopped working on a project mm -hmm. that's not mo Moonlight. Right. Um, but um, I, I remember specifically sitting at your dinner table and we were eating what I believe was chicken sandwiches. <laughs> And I don't know why it's so specific, but I remember I was kind of scared to bring it up because we had just stopped working on another project. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of want to do an EP. <laughs> do you remember my reaction? I don't remember this. I feel, I think you were just like, okay. I, and I think the struggle was, is, is this doable? Okay. That's always the question. Yeah. <laughs> but like... In the time frame that we want it. Yes. Because usually either of us were like... We have an idea of when we want to release it, but we don't know if it's doable. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I do remember specifically... Um, oh, I'm blinking. Give me a second. Um, I remember... Oh, oh. You you were concerned of, like, is it doable? I was like, I just want to do it for fun. Yes! It was like a fun thing. It wasn't like a serious, yeah. we're going to do this, and if it doesn't happen, we won't do it. That is the... I would say the most important theme and factor of Moonlight yeah. is that we went... 
in with the mindset that this is just for fun. Yeah. Just for fun. And I would say the outcome could not have been better because of that simple fact exactly. that we went into the mindset of just for fun. Oh, and really, it, this whole project has been just us in studio playing around, right, messing yeah. with things, coming up with new things, finding, learning, yeah. all of these different things. Uh, and we've, we've started looking at this project... Um, here recently, um, for me anyways, as like a learning experience for upcoming projects. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to, just to have fun and take a break from the seriousness of it all. Right. Wow. And I, it's so crazy how... But, like, now it's definitely going to happen now. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. We're, we're so far into it. Yeah. Um... Do you want to give them a potential release date now? Or is that too soon to say? Uh, I think right now it's a bit too soon to say. Um, oh, we're filming we... this in advance, by the way. Yeah. Uh, don't you have like a general time, you could say? Oh, this fall. Yeah. That's, I think that is a set in stone thing. Yeah. Would you say I, that? I, we don't see it being released after the, the start of the new year. It, Most it, definitely it's not. It's going to be done by this year. 2020. Yeah, so... Definitely expect it within the next five to six months. Yep. If not that's, sooner. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's really crazy. And just know that you are in for a treat. Yes. Okay, let's talk about the quality. Yes, please. I would say that's please. the biggest thing. So Pink Lemonade. The quality. So, mm -hmm. For what we knew. For what we knew. And what we had. Yep. At the time yep. was. But. Chef's kiss. <laughs> for all those Oh, yeah. Not listening. That's I right. mean, not watching. Not watching, yeah. yeah. But, Moonlight. Yeah. So, okay. The, the Obviously, we're hinting at the quality is so much better on Moonlight than Pink Lemonade and any of the previous projects of ours, if you've been around that long. Mm -hmm. um, uh, tangent, it has been a, a over a year since Pink Lemonade Wars. Re released. Yeah. So it's been even longer since we like started working on Pink Lemonade. Yes. Wow. That's insane. It's been a, a year and a half since we started working on Pink Lemonade. That's crazy. Yeah. And to, just to see how far we've come. Yeah. Like even visually, like us in our studio. Yes. We were in a dark closet filled with clothes. <laughs> During Pink Lemonade. This, okay, I, I don't live here anymore, but I've turned this into a place where we can just come to and work mm -hmm. because I used to live here and this was my literal closet. And my excuse for having the clothes still in here was, oh, it helps like with sound and padding and stuff. And <laughs> Christian was just like in yeah. between two things of clothes. I was, I was clothes. like, the jacket was always on my back. <laughs> yes. And I was like, is it wrestling? <laughs> is it wrestling? Um... But yeah, the quality uh, of Moonlight, I, it, I can't explain. It sounds so professional. Mm. And for reference, Pink Lemonade, we go back to it now. Um, even like, I would say even to the average listener who mm. doesn't really have producer ears can will be able to tell the difference between oh, yeah. the two. Most definitely. Yeah. Um, it sounds so professional. I can't, I don't know any words to like, other than that, like to explain how great it sounds. Yeah. Even though we technically only have like one song, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we know, we, we know. know the direction it's yeah. heading in. Yeah, the the EP is most definitely still in the works. Right, <laughs> uh, it's not really anywhere near finished as of right now. I would say <laughs> it's like we have the bones of mm -hmm. most of the songs. Yeah, a lot of it is just. Uh, 
like a not really finishing touches because we're not finishing mm -hmm. them. It's just uh, putting, really getting into it, putting the skin on the meat. Yes, that's a weird <laughs> way of putting it. The skin on the meat. Putting the skin on the meat. Yes. Um, I would say it's like. 70% done? 70%? Like 60, 70? 60. I'm, I'm gonna say 60. 60. 60. Considering like one song hasn't been touched really. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. 60. Yeah. 60. Wow. But the one song we do have finished, honey. Oh god. You're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're probably wondering, well, isn't Hyper already out and isn't it finished? Oh. So. So this is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> So the whole quality thing, it kind of happened after Hyper came out. Mm -hmm. um, I I would explain this. I'm, okay, this is almost what. So we released. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we made Hyper, and what happens is we become so enveloped in what we're making, our brains start to morph what we're listening to into what we want to hear. Mm -hmm. So. By the time we finished Hyper, we were like, oh my god, this is like the best thing since sliced bread. And we we give ourselves at least like a two-week period just to let our ears refresh and to really listen to the song like with fresh ears. Um, to see what it actually sounds like. And whenever we came back after that two weeks to listen to Hyper, we were like, oh, this doesn't sound as great as we thought. Mm -hmm. And I, I became really frustrated with myself after we started making more songs because I still heard the not goodness that Hyper had in it. Yeah. So I took a class, or I'd already bought the class, and I just, I, like, I had skipped over that section whenever we first started making music. And I learned how to, like, mix properly a year and a half into making music. <laughs> About time, Mason. And once I discovered that and showed Christian what was now the fullest potential we could get out of a mm -hmm. song. You okay, you at first At first, okay, this is the thing. When when you when you show me something new that is more high quality, it it takes me a minute to fully appreciate it because I'm so used, used to, to the bad right. sounding. Yeah. So at first for example, we had a song called Home, and he uh, uh, processed the vocals different in that song. Better. And for the longest time, yeah, they, I mean, better than Pink Lemonade, Pink Lemonade yeah. vocals. And for the longest time, I was like, I don't like those vocals. Mm -hmm. But listening to it now, I'm like, those vocals are so beautiful. In comparison to what we've done now. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and you didn't want to make the whole EP. I didn't. The entire EP, high quality. What, like, what happened is he EQ'd and mixed um, one of the songs properly and sent it to me. And he was like, this sounds amazing. Yeah. And I was like, it sounds too good. <laughs> if we could just like dumb it down a little bit. Yeah. And you were like. Yeah. I, I don't think I explained it to you at the time, but in my head, the thing was, it's always better, and to me, it was going to be easier to make the, the songs that we haven't, you know, that weren't that great quality, to make them better than to take one song and dumb it down. Yeah, yes. And uh, to me, I was like, why don't we just dumb down one song instead of going into two songs? Because you, you saw it as like a, a song quantifier thing. But yes, yeah. but then... Then, <laughs> yeah. Then I listened to 
all of what we had, mm-hmm. including the the better sounding of the the three that mm-hmm. I, were, I was listening to. Um, then I listened to those on my speaker. And then I texted you, I was like, Mason, um, I kind of want to go into the, to the two songs and fix those and just continue working on this one because uh-huh. this one sounds really, really good. So, whenever I first got those voice memos, also, controversial opinion, me and Christian voice memo, that's all we do. Oh, Some yes, people yeah. hate it. I, I don't really hate it. It, it. I don't know. Something about texting is off for me, especially when working on music. Yeah. Because I can hear the tone of your voice. Yeah. That's really a big thing, just us it, working in it, person, It lets too. us know whether something's clicking or not, mm-hmm. and just by me being like, yes, or me being like, yeah, it, you can yeah. tell the difference. Yes. Um, but I was getting coffee with Seth, my brother, at The Grind in Chickamauga, and I was listening to your voice memos while I was just sip, sipping on coffee, and my smile got so big because I was so excited that uh, you had finally agreed to make the other songs more high quality. Yeah. And I was like, this is truly what's going to be the best I was I was actually kind of scared to send you those voice memos because I was... Did you I, think I was going to be mad? I thought you were because I had already... Said, said that I wanted to well, do see, this. Well, see, I was upset that you had said that in the first place, yes. but it kind of got undone. Yeah. You, yeah. I'm so glad we went with uh, Me too. going and fixing everything, though, because it's so worth it. Yes. These songs deserve that. Most definitely. Um, and the, th- the thing was, um, a big thing of why I didn't want to go in to, do th- to fix those is because of the time aspect. I wanted mm. to have it out, but... Pushing that time yeah. and having it a later release, mm-hmm. it actually kind of helped because I wanted it to be released where I wanted it to be released. Yeah. Uh, but pushing it helped so much um, with just getting our story across the right way. Right. Um, we still haven't went like directly into the story of Moonlight, and I still want to talk about like the one thing on my mind currently is, um, dang it. What was I just thinking about? Give me a minute. What were, what were we just talking about? Uh, we were talking about the quality and... The quality. Pushing the time. And... I can't remember. Then you said the story. We haven't the really st- talked about the story. We haven't talked about the story yet, like gone into detail. And I was going to say something like the difference between something and something. I'm having a brain too. I don't know. Okay. Um, so, what? Like, do you remember one specific thing that brought on Moon? Like, what was like? This is Moonlight. Like, when did the project finally click together? Like, this is what this thing is. Do you remember that? uh, Okay. Can I ask a question to your question? Yeah. Are you meaning like the thing that made me go, oh, I want to make a project similar to this, or mm. the thing that clicked for the project? I was like, I was like, that's the sound I want to go for. Uh, more so, like the project as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like we we knew the project name for a while. Yes, Moonlight. We kind of knew where we wanted to go with the visuals, but when did that little ball of clay finally shape to be Moonlight and what it mm-hmm. is right now? Um, I think um, us just going in studio and making just literally us playing around and I don't know I think we just stumbled across the sound that it became yeah 
because uh, we, we really didn't go in having a specific thing that we were going to do, being like, this is what is going to tie this whole EP together. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of worked its way. It made itself yeah. as we worked on it. Right. And I think that's what's so interesting about the whole project is, we as, we, as you said, as we said, starting this podcast off is, we, di we didn't go in being like, we're going to make this and we have to stick to a thing. We just went in blindly. I remember what I was going to say earlier. Okay. Um, the transition between... Oh, it's not really a transition, but I feel like from the beginning, we were like, this is for fun only mm -hmm. and no deadlines whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That was the big thing because, especially with me, if I have a deadline, if I'm getting to it and I haven't necessarily done on like worked on it, mm -hmm. it makes me feel bad and yeah. I don't want to work on it anymore. Exactly. I, I didn't want that. I didn't want this project to bring any pressure. Exactly. When we started. Yeah. But getting closer to, to time, time and it, like writing and... It's very necessary to at least have goals, mm -hmm. but if you don't meet those goals, then don't pressure yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So to, to us, it's better to have a goal rather than a deadline. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's why we... Um, set for the fall right instead of like a specific date because if we have a specific date and we get there and we're like we can't release it on this date yeah. then that'll make us feel like we haven't achieved something right. and we've achieved so much yeah um another big thing i would say is that we're not really in announcing things until we have an, a definite for sure yes um and i would say that process wasn't learned through your stuff mm -hmm. My project. Yeah? Uh, most definitely. I was. I kept announcing things, and then it wouldn't happen because I had other, other stuff going on. And then I, it just it came over me, and I was like, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think it, it might just... I know for me, you know, you just get so excited of, oh, yeah. I finished something. Let me put it out. Yep. But then you have to really think about everything that follows Everything that, that follows it. And yep. how much time is going to be in between this thing and yep. this thing. Yep. Um, and why, why you, wow, while you have to think about what's going out when and where mm -hmm. you have to think about, well, what's going to keep up my relevancy yeah. to like the project itself. So like for hyper, we released it back in May, yeah. but we're not really releasing anything project wise until later in the fall because we have a better sense of what the project is now and we can gauge when things are being released better now. Yeah. 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 Um, are we going to talk about... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I tried to whisper something, but it just didn't work. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Um, the new version of said song. Are yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about it. Okay. Um, we are... Uh, we're, we're doing it kind of secretive. Lee, yeah, but I mean, I guess it's not a secret anymore. It's more so a blind, a blind yeah. thing because we're only kind of announcing it here. Yeah, yeah. An announcing it, and then we're gonna be putting out a lyric video. Yeah. Um, uh, by the time they see this, it's out. Oh yeah, it'll be like a month after they see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. This is <laughs> a long time before you see it. But when uh, I said planning, we plan. Yes. Yes, you we see the notes list. We, we have look. pictures planned. I'm so excited for you to see the pictures. By the way, they are gorgeous. You did an amazing job on every single one of them. Except one. Except one, but we're getting there. All yeah. it is is a crop. It's a yeah, crop. Yeah. Um, it's a load of crop. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dang it. Oh, I wasn't, oh we uh, have a donkey theory. I heard we have a donkey. 
donkey in our backyard. We have a docu series. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. The editing, I I imagine it being yes, chef's kiss, yes. beautiful. Um, I'm really excited about that. So we have a ton of social media things coming up. A docu-series, the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have... Oh, I, I totally forgot about the countdown. The countdown, yes. The, those are pictures. We, well, mm, I wouldn't say any more than that. Okay. We have a countdown planned, and Christian just said there are pictures, but if... I, I would have told you not to say anything okay. specifically about it. I didn't know. I'm sorry. But, no, you're good. But... We have a countdown planned uh, that's going to be like about two weeks before Mm -hmm. the EP release. And we have, oh, should we say the... Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm going to be recording a a stripped version of me singing Hyper. And I think the arrangement that we came up with is beautiful. Yeah. Um, It's a a sound you may find familiar. (laughs) Uh, if you follow uh, Christian on social media, yes, you definitely will. But uh, I, I think it just made... I, I loved it so much that I wanted to make it a full song. So it's just going to be a stripped down, um, no vocal, like, auto-tune or, you know, harmonies. Just a stripped vocal, um, a stripped backing track of me singing Hyper. Um, and it's a little bit sexy sounding. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. We slowed it down. I think it's going to be real fun. Yeah, we have so much planned. Oh, and I'm um, staying later tonight. To oh, the film something yes. special. Um, I had a vision last night, and I was like, can we do that? It was very last minute, but now we're going to do it. It's an amazing. I, I, I can see it so clear. Yeah. Well, I love it. All I'm going to say is dancing in the moonlight and... Um, yeah, yeah, Bob. Uh, and we bought this. Yeah, we did for this shoot, but yeah. this will be forever like a studio uh, mascot. Uh, what we like to do is um, when we're making music, we like to have a mood light. Yeah. Like if the song gives off a certain vibe, we turn whatever our color is to that color. Oh, for people not watching, we have like this orb of light. Wow, that sounds <laughs> ominous. It's, it's, it's like, like an energy ball. Yeah, it's like a LED orb light thing, and it's very light. Uh, L-I, well, hold on. Light as in, how do you spell that? L-I-G-H-T. Oh, both of them are spelled. I had this, I had this the other, the other week. What? A anyway, long time ago, I thought of this. It's very light in weight. There we yes, go. Yes, light in weight. Anyway, we call her Becky the Ball. Becky the Ball. Becky the Ball. Um, yeah, I just slapped it. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what she sounds like. Oh, ASMR. ASMR. Wow. Um, when we are ASMR artists. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't like ASMR. It's not for me. I mean, whatever floats your boat, you know? <sighs> I, I mean, I'm not... I'm not against it. I, I to me, it's too similar to like someone chewing in the microphone, uh, or like. like I, I mean, was, well. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that. <laughs> ASMR <laughs> is the very much equivalent to that, and I'm, I'm not about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Moonlight ASMR. Moon, me speak. You got me hyper. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Yikes. Okay. Well. Hmm. So, I okay. I feel like we've prefaced Moonlight good enough. 
now I feel like we can go into the absolute depths mm -hmm. <laughs> of like getting to make Moonlight. Mm -hmm. So like we prefaced earlier, um, we were making a project that didn't sit well with you at the time because of, sorry, I burped, um, of, of equipment and just availability of certain things. And then, like you said, you brought up the whole, can we do an EP? And the, was, okay, so the EP idea came before Hyper or did Hyper? Yes, uh, the whole EP idea was like, before Hyper. Before it was only going to be four tracks. I was yeah. like, the four is the max. We we did have an idea to make it a whole album. We yeah, that was that was a thing. <laughs> we have like this I call it the project board in our studio where we just like write out our projects that we have going mm -hmm. on and uh You can't see it. No. Because it's secretive. Yep, very much so. But and just know it's there. <laughs> just know it's there. And oh, what was I saying about it? Oh, we had a list of potential songs for Moonlight, um, and I was like, "Well, if I remember, this was the this was the thing that we would do the five or four tracks, and if we liked the stride we were at, we would keep going yeah. and making an album." I do remember that, but <laughs> and I remember us being like eight, like it could be eight, eight. tracks, eight fa faces eight of the, the moon. moon. Yep. That's what that's and I that's know. I mean that's still a cute idea. It, yeah, and, I mean you know, yeah. but um, I, I'm so proud of this. I don't think I think the the quality of what we have now makes up for their being tracks. Yeah, um, and these songs, in my opinion, like I can't speak for anyone because I don't know, <laughs> but right. in my opinion, these tracks are uh, more listenable. Like listenable. Enjoyable. Enjoyable, like you can, they have more replay value. Yeah. They're more Longevity. catchy. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, so, okay. The EP idea came first, then Hyper. Did we, can we, are we talking about track names in this? Yeah. It'll be out. Yeah. We haven't been this entire time, but everything will be announced. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to think about. Right. Uh, actually, can we can we talk about like real quick? Oh, I'm so sorry. I hit the camera. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the mic. <laughs> the, the mic. It's the same. I hit the camera. <laughs> the camera's over there. Yeah. Oh, you can watch this on YouTube. Yeah. yeah? It'll be on my channel. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, let's see. What was I gonna say? Oh, oh, hyper. Um, can we just talk about how that came to be? Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So I remember. Uh, us in studio, we were working on, I think, some of your music. Yeah. And then it was the end of the day. Oh, we were, that's right. We were about to pack up, and you were like, I have a demo of something, but I don't know how much I like it. And you played it for me, and I was like, can you take this synth out of it? And then that was the main part of Hyper. There was like I, the doot, 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 doot. I forgot about that. I also forgot about... Uh, in my mind, there was a chunk of time missing, and I was trying to fill that in. Mm -hmm. I asked you the question, like, which came first, and that's what was confusing me. Yeah. But after Christian discarded the first project that we were, we went to work on my EP for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, I, for I forgot about that. Yeah. That That's what we did for the longest time. Yeah. And then I was like, I, I, I miss it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe, I can't remember, I can't believe 
I don't remember that, but I came up with the initial demo. Yeah, for you did, and you had a synth over it, and you had the bass line. The yeah. Da dum dum, but it was different. It was different. I went in and I was like, "Can you change the rhythm and the the melody of this?" Yeah. And I came up with the da 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 da. Um, that's so crazy. That and was then, the birth of that song. And then you you sent me that, or you put like a beat to it. Mm -hmm. You sent me that with tempo. I recorded it the next day, the uh, pre-chorus and the verse, or not the verse, the uh, chorus, the pre-chorus mm -hmm. and the chorus. And I sent it to you, and you put auto tune on it, and that was like the birth the birth of it. Yeah. And then we just we worked on it for like a couple of weeks. Right. And then it was finished, and we put it out. Yeah. That's that's the excitement getting to us. Actually, it was not a couple of weeks. We worked on that song, I would say, for like two months. Really? We started in March, and then we put it out at the beginning of May. Like, I remember being like, this came together so fast compared yeah. to other songs we had did I before. Think, figure, I think, like, the figuring out of Hyper, mm. it, like, it is synonymous to the figuring out of the project. Mm. So I think two months is the fastest a project that has ever come together yeah. for us. Yeah. Uh, and like going into it, I really, I had an idea of what I wanted this project to sound like. I knew I wanted to bring hyper pop elements into it. And what's so crazy is that's exactly what we did. Mm -hmm. We have, we've mixed like this pop dance music with, hyper pop but like just the touch of hyper pop enough to make you be like this is insane <laughs> but like also i'm grooving right i i think christian spirit really wanted to fly high and i had to be there to like come back down a little bit <laughs> yes well, uh, some of the things he had suggested i was like uh-huh uh, yeah Anyway, <laughs> it was a lot because I was, was really just wanting to change my entire genre right the, then, right there. That's the I would okay, and I mean we we have done that, but only, I think only just slightly. Well, I, Christian has a, a history of discog. Dis, hold on, I can say this word. I think I can discography. Yep, uh, Christian has a history of discography behind what's on Spotify, which is Pink Lemonade. Yes, yeah. And he doesn't stick to one sound. Mm -hmm. I think what really bothered you was um, having one thing on Spotify and people not really knowing what's next. Yes. Uh, and I think you ex I think you thought that they expected something similar to Pink Lemonade, and I think getting something out there that shocks people with yes. the genre, yes. it's going to be beneficial to And that's why we future. wanted to release Hyper. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, that was achieved of, like, taking people aback. Right. And being like, oh, this is different. <laughs> right. Also, like, this, the, what is, okay, the non-specificity of Pink Lemonade and then going directly into Hyper. Yes. It's basically. This, yeah, you, this you project, know, yeah. Uh, this I would say this project overall. Right. Um. Uh, it's a rebirth. Yeah. Uh, Pink Lemonade was a struggle album for me. Um, and lyrically, I was still in my shell. Um, and I would uh, refuse to use certain words, uh, pronouns, in songs. Right. I would refuse to. Um, but 
now I, I've grown from Pink Lemonade uh, and that time of my life, and I feel more comfortable in my own skin, and f I feel comfortable with myself. Not only that, I feel like the dynamic between working together has also gotten more comfortable. Yeah. And you know it's a safe space. Yes, yeah. Anytime. So, like, I, I feel more like I can express myself however I want to now. Right. Like, yes, we would work together every single day, but there was still... It wasn't... Now we work together. We used to work just through Messenger for Pink Lemonade. I, I would say if we had worked together during that period of time... I would have, yeah. Yeah, but um, it just wasn't available. I wasn't living here, but now I am. Mm -hmm. Wow. Imagine if I was still living in South Carolina. Yeah. That's everything uh, happens for a reason. Everything. This is the um, statement that is constantly used again and again by me and Christian. Mm -hmm. It's like everything happens for. A it's almost even, it's scary. <laughs> it's, even if you don't see it now, it, it's gonna happen, and you'll see why. Just wait for it. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. I. You know what's even okay? We have taken the coronavirus situation, something that's not been the best for people. And we have really made the most out of it. Yeah. We have taken a bad situation and made it good mm -hmm. for our personal selves. Yeah. 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 Oh. And making this EP. Um, I would say d d the evolution of how we have worked together, would you say that came before Moonlight, like working on my things, or would you say that came whenever, like, Moonlight started to come together? Um, it, like... We really started working in studio on your stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really where it started, of, like, us becoming comfortable and feeling like this is a safe zone. Um, so I think that's where it kind of started. Yeah. And then we had all of the opportunities with Moonlight to just do whatever. Do, it, do whatever. And that's the best thing. We, we could just play around with Moonlight. Mm -hmm. I could throw out an, an idea out and... If it was a bad idea, we could do something. We could do something else. Like right. you could throw an idea out, and you know it might work or it might not, and it doesn't necessarily matter if it doesn't. We can play with many different things, mm -hmm. and I think that has helped us not only just with the music, but and like you know working with the music, but as like people, as like friends, you know. Right. That's helped us figure out how we work. Mm -hmm. and not be so hard on each other. Right. I'm trying not to make it any sound. <laughs> Big knees. Big knees. I have a thing, and Christian knows I don't like it. <laughs> he says he has big knees. I do. I don't understand. It's just like, I'm tall. I understand that, but like, your knees are not physically bigger <laughs> than, like, in comparison to anything else on your body. And that's what frustrates me the most. It's like, you do not have big knees. <laughs> you have normal size I knees have for long you. knees. N that frustrates me <laughs> even more. No. Maybe, like, you could say, oh, I'm a bit clumsy. Yeah. But, like, big knees? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> All right, I have... Knees that get in the way. Okay. Because they're so don't long. <laughs> no. Legs. See, I have long legs. See, whenever I hear big knees, I'm like, your kneecap is physically bigger. <laughs> Do you see? <laughs> yes. No. 
I have a, oh, what is her name? What's her name? Becky the Ball. Becky. I have a Becky the Ball on my knee. Oh, God. So it lights up? Of course. I have a litten up knee. Every time you're clumsy, it's just like, boop, and you know, it lights up. It's like, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, is there anything specifically that you wanted to touch on? I, I obviously want to go into the more of the songs, but is there anything that you wanted to touch on? Wow, touch on before we uh, go into... I guess I, I would like to just chat about this. Um, I know we've talked about it before, and like you've, you've even asked me, you were like, so what is Moonlight about the project overall? Yeah. And really, I... I think it's up for interpretation. Mm-hmm. I think people can look at this project in many different lights. And I think they can make their own story of what the entire project is. Um, but what I noticed with this project is this is the first project, really, that I made that wasn't cohesive in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, each story has its own little meaning. It's it's almost like a little... Uh, an antho- uh, anthology anthology series yeah um with in the project yeah and that's what makes this that project different from anything i've done before american horror story yeah you still have you know the actors are the same you still have those bits of like a yeah. concept yeah even some of the seasons are tied together yeah literally that's the this same project thing. yeah um and you know i i would like to say, oh, the entire project's about this, but I can't say that. Right. I can't say, oh, it's about this one thing, because it's it's not just about one thing. Mm-hmm. It's about many different things. And I'm not necessarily singing from my personal experience. I'm singing through the eyes of someone else. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes sense with, the, with one of the tracks. Right. I talk about not just looking at one thing through your perspective, but trying to look at it through other people's perspective. Which is? The Cyclops Eye. Yeah. I'm very proud of that message. Right. And it's definitely a powerful thing to be, uh, like, you very could have easily just said, hey, look at this new thing through a new perspective. And sung that, but you put such a creative spin on it. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, what what is the lyric in the Cyclops Eye? Um, let's see. <laughs> How much can I say? Um, maybe life is easy for the people who cannot see what's right in front of them. What's right in front of them? Can you see through the Cyclops' eyes' point of view? Point of view, yeah. It's, uh, it's such an amazing thing that you can just, like, visual... Like, you, you have a way with words to visualize that such thing. Like, uh, like I said earlier, you could have very well just made it very plain and clear and it wouldn't have given us that visual mm-hmm. but okay a question why specifically did you choose a cyclops to uh convey the message of you need to look at something through a new you know this was one of those things i i don't necessarily choose what i write about <laughs> it just, it just comes, to it comes to me yeah. uh i don't know how it happened i was playing this chord on the piano this the weirdest chord I have ever written. The best chord progression. I'm so proud of it. Is it. So I'm good. so proud of it. It's so long, but so technically weird. Yeah. And I'm so pr- and I'm not a piano player. Like I can't play the piano like a person that plays piano can. <laughs> um 
but, but you understand the notes. And yeah, I understood, and I. What was happening is I was I heard a song in my head, uh, like a, an actual song that's out, and you know that's out. Right. And I was trying to find the chords of that on the piano. So I was like, I could sing this, you know, and I hit this chord, and it it just unraveled itself. I heard the entire thing when I played that one chord, and I had to play it out. And as I played it out, I wrote this this melody of Can you see through the Cyclops' eyes point of view, and. I was like, that's that's weird. Should this be a song? And I know I played it for you, and I know you were mainly... I, I, I was like, is that weird lyric? Is that a weird lyric? Like, could I say that, or should I change that lyric? I think I remember being slightly confused, because to me, it, it made perfect sense. Yeah? Yeah. I guess it was something so weird. I haven't written something that weird since, like, my fantasy days, like, when I was acapella. Yeah. Because I, I strayed away from writing odd-sounding lyrics yeah. for Pink Lemonade. Mm -hmm. And then I I brought it back. <laughs> yeah. Subconsciously. Yeah. You you were mentioning chords, and I just want to say, going back to Pink Lemonade, one thing we really didn't use with Pink Lemonade was chords. Mm -hmm. And in the docuseries, we did a, like a, interviews of each other, and it was in yours, I think. We talked about the importance of chords mm -hmm. and how much of a backbone they provide for a song. Yeah. And a lot of Pink Lemonade doesn't sound that full, and it's because we didn't use chords. Yeah, I think if we would have used chords for Pink Lemonade, Lemonade it, um, it would have somehow made it a little bit more fuller. Yeah. I think. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and, well, see, the thing that Christian would do is that he would come up with, like, a main synth part for the song, mm -hmm. and it would just be the root note and a harmony. And going back, I went back to Pink Lemonade, like, a couple of months ago just to look at it for fun, and I saw that Christian was just making, like, the parts of a chord you would hear are the root and the fifth. So it's the bass line and then the top line you would hear of a chord. And that's basically what you were doing. You were just missing the middle note mm -hmm. that made it an actual chord. Yeah. And I, because I, I wouldn't, I don't know music. I don't know like how to read necessarily. I know how to read like vocal music, but I don't know how to read instrument <laughs> music. You, it kind of. I don't know how to read. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how to read. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know the technical things of music. Music I, theory. Yeah, yeah. I, I just know. It's, it's all in my head. Like, I can hear everything. I can hear an entire song when I write it. Whatever S special brain thing you've got over, go, like, give it to me. I want some. I would it. gladly. Opens up head. <laughs> yeah. Ends your brain. God. Um, but, like, I can't. It's, is it a problem? Or is it just, like, a, like, a normal thing of, like, I can't hear the middle note? <laughs> Oh, no, of like, chord. that's just what you mainly hear whenever you hear a chord. Yeah. It's like, oh, I hear the main note, and then there's also the bass line. It's just, but that yeah. middle note adds this it structure brings, to yeah, it. Yeah, it brings yeah. it all together. Yeah. Um, and it's just really interesting to see that Christian basically had the idea of chords already with Pink Lemonade. Mm. It's just he needed that extra. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, having a keyboard or a that, piano in yeah. front of me really yeah. helped me see it. Right. Um, what, what, but what I did realize is having the piano in front of me, I can't... It's hard for me to write a song on the piano 
and write the different instrumental things that need to go with the song. Yeah. Uh, I need to write the song in my head first, pull all of the instrumental bits I can, then go to piano to find chords. Because that that's the way I find myself. It, it's easiest for me to work. Because um, if, if I just do the chords... That's all I can hear now. Right. Just the chords. Yeah. All the everything else is muddy. Yeah. Um, did we? St I started out chords with hyper. Yeah. I had chords with hyper. Yeah. I, no, I, I remember you. Uh, you pulled out MIDI. MIDI is the a little keyboard that he has. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we call it MIDI. 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 Um, and you pulled out MIDI, and you were playing that. The bass line and the do 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 uh, that you had made, and I was like, okay, dude, dude, and that that was it. Okay, like yeah. we made the chords right then and there. Something we, another song we made spontaneously, to brighten a diamond. I call it T bad. Oh, that's another thing. We oh, yeah. abbreviate every song, mm -hmm. um, or if, if it's long, we do. Yes. So we call it to brighten I tend a diamond. To, I tend to have long titles. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. Okay. Whatsoever. Um, oh, maybe we should talk about how we came up with the name for T. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, what was Wreck You? I, I made, we made the demo. Yes. Um, that. You can't play that at the same time as recording this, can you? No. Okay, that would Dang be so it. interesting though if you could yeah. play that demo. I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> it's so bad, but it, it turned into something beautiful. Yes. So it was one of those. It was one of those nights where we. <laughs> where, it was one of those nights. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, where I was like, "Hey, let's just try making another instrumental, um, like how we did with the beginning of Hyper, because we don't do that a yeah. lot. Actually, yeah. it's very rare that we sit down and actually make a, a demo together. Um, and when we do, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. Yeah. Literally two of my favorite songs from this project are us spontaneously just sitting down and making yeah. a demo. So I like to title these as like piano demos because we do everything in piano just to hear like the different composing parts and how they will work together. Um, and then I think I put a beat to it you and did. sent it to you. Um, and then I titled the demo Wreck You Piano. And... Oh, you came up with the lyrics. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, go, go, explain your process. So, okay, this melodies. is this is how I go about writing songs. Um, also, this is this is a, something I have for uh, docu series information. Okay, this is something I didn't bring up that okay. I would like to bring up. Um, how I go about writing a song, especially for Moonlight, um, is I I mumble. Uh, the melody I hear in my head. You did touch on this, but you didn't go really in depth. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I just I mumble fake words or sometimes real words, um, and it, it's what I hear in my head the moment I hear it. If that makes sense, I'll I'll usually pull out my tablet or my my. I only have a tablet. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll usually pull out my tablet and voice memo myself, um, but like this day. You had this, uh, you had the demo up and you were, had the mic and I was recording on the mic and I was saying random words and I remember hearing diamond and um, <laughs> shining 
And uh, it is a joke that this song uses the indie accent. Yes. So yeah. we all the time go, <laughs> they won't understand what I'm saying. So it's okay yeah. that we just kind of yeah. expose the melody a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. We can give them a little taste. taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember going home and what was it? A couple of days after I actually recorded vocals. I, this is what I do. I go home, I sit down, and I get my mic ready. I have GarageBand. I record my vocals on GarageBand and then send them to Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, I was read. I I sit down. I get ready to record, and as I am recording, I write the song. Yeah, yep. Because I have the melody, I just I write words to that melody as I am recording. So what you hear. I wrote that day, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of crazy to think about. A little bit, yeah. And it's it's even crazier to, uh, to think that I don't know what I'm singing about until I listen to the song a little after. Yeah. And it didn't hit me that To Brighten a Diamond was it, about... Quarantine. Quarantine. Yep. And it's so, all you had to say was, is this a quarantine song? Yeah. And I was like, is this a quarantine song? Yeah. Because it is. It really Everything is. about this song is... It's about being, like, isolated and feeling like you're nothing. Right. And needing someone to bring you out of this, mm-hmm. you know? And I didn't know that <laughs> I, I wrote that, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. I was, like, so proud of myself. That's just what I heard. And yeah. like you said, it's up to the listeners yeah, to interpret. Yeah. And I was like, quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. I subconsciously wrote how I was feeling. The... Chord progression, I, not necessarily the chord. Are they chords? They might be chords. This song is so groovy. It is. It's I'm so, so proud sexy. of it. It's so sexy. It really is. I love yeah. a good sexy song. <laughs> Goodness. You can like undress to it. Oh, oh, mm. oh, God. <laughs> um, what song have we not? Oh, the biggie. Oh Whoa. wait, 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 wait! How did we? How did we name "To Brighten a Diamond"? Oh, that's what we. That's what we went on a whole <laughs> tangent. Trail. Yeah, tangent about. So, "Wreck You" was the original. Yeah, name. that's the first thing and you named it. You were like, "I don't like that," and we, well, we. I was like, "This is not going to be the final yeah. product." Um. Oh yeah, you you would come up with the lyrics, and then we were going to name name it after that, and you would said "Diamond." Mm-hmm. Uh, in the chorus the chorus yep and you i think you asked me do you have any name ideas and i was just listing them off and then the list i had sent him one of them was to brighten a diamond and i really didn't connect like a name and the meaning of the song until literally just yesterday yeah but i was explaining to christian my personal interpretation would be like in quarantine everyone is under so much intense pressure and in order to make a diamond, like naturally, uh, this, you know, rock or earth, whatever, goes under intense pressure. And what you get is this beautiful diamond at the end of it. And so everyone going through everything right now, so much pressure. We're going to come out of it so much better than before. It makes me so, like, it makes me feel so happy. Right. And I think everyone should look at this song like that. Yeah. I mean, you can you can you can look at it however whatever you are going through, look yeah. at this song and just feel like you, there's hope. I want that's I want that to be what they feel. It's yeah. like there's hope with the lyrics. Yeah. I want you to feel sexy with the the, <laughs> with the sound of the song. Yeah. Um 
You know, it, the song, the lyrics, and the way you like described that, it gives me hope. Right. And it's that is gorgeous. Yeah. I love that. And to me, not only like does the name make sense lyrically, the name itself is just really pretty. Yeah. To brighten a diamond. I can't think of another song that has something like synonymous to that. Yeah. It's really just like a pretty thing to look at and to say. Yeah. It also gives me a very vivid uh, visual of blue. Yes. It fits yeah. so well with the project. Yeah. <sighs> wow. And uh, and also the number, the track, the four, track number it is. Yeah. That is a big thing. I mean, I, I feel like, uh, I don't think, well, okay. I don't I, think we talk about this enough that yeah. uh, that we we go into depth with the track list. We we do. I don't, I've no, I never really. Talked I've always about talked it. about you know the synesthesia thing, but like yeah. I mentioned it in the interview that excuse me, it can be with numbers, and it is so big with track lists. Mm -hmm. uh, I think. I don't think it's th the whole color thing is there for you. Yeah. Unless, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I mean, I see it sometimes, but right. it's never. But I, I definitely think the number thing is there yeah. for you. So, like, to Brighton and Diamond, I think the, one of the first things I said was, like, this sounds, even the name, a number four. Yeah, yeah. and I agreed with you. Like, I was full on... It is number four. Yeah, it has to be. And hyper, me and me and Christian were always like, it's either a two or a three. Just mm -hmm. the feeling it gives off. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's three. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I forget that. Wah wah is it, for a, one song. for a whole second. Uh, with, withdrawals and wishful thinking was one song. Yeah. And that kind of threw off, threw off our track list. Hyper was number two, and that was okay. But for me, To Brighten a Diamond was number three. Yeah. And I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. I was like, it. I feel it needs to be number four. And then we decided to split Withdrawals and Wishful Thinking. Um, and you'll soon see how that worked out. Yeah, if you're just completely confused about what we're talking about right now, you will see soon. Yeah. Like in a week, if this comes out when it's supposed to. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully this comes out when it's supposed to. <laughs> yeah. I don't see why not. But, um... Yeah. Uh, the EP. Hopefully yeah, the that EP. comes out when it comes out right. when it's supposed to. Uh, well, like, they're one song. Yes. But they, they have a connection. They do have connection. But we have done it in a, in a way that we have never done with any other song no. before. And... That something that is quite creative. Yeah. With the way it happens. Yeah. I would also say to give it like even more of like, oh, this, this, these two are connected is they both start with a W. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. To Withdrawals, me, wishful thinking. thinking. Um, I remember being very proud of that as one name. Yeah. It was Withdrawals and Wishful Thinking. We should explain the acronym. Wawalt? Yep. <laughs> That's what we call the song uh, collectively, the two together, Wawalt. Um, because whenever I pr uh, title projects and stuff, I type it out as W-A-W-T. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, <laughs> the way we say that acronym is Wawalt, mm -hmm. even though we've added like two extra. I remember like, when we were in the car and I was like, how would you say that? And you were like, Wawalt? <laughs> and I was like, that's okay, it. That's it. <laughs> Um, do you, okay, do you want to talk about how withdrawals came up? Because the chord progression of that song is yeah. also super stunning. Yeah. Okay, so this was a song, withdrawals, uh, was the, the withdrawals wasn't planned 
to be on the uh, the project until a little bit later, because um, that's right. It was actually supposed to be an, a part of another project, a yeah. different genre. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's crazy. Uh, I wrote this a little bit right after we finished Pink Lemonade mm-hmm. Deluxe, maybe. Oh boy. <laughs> um. And after we released that, I sat down on the piano. And I hit, once again, it's something about just hitting a chord and I can hear a whole song. Right. I hit the chord and the first lyric that came to my mind was, my baby is broken. And I just played it from there. That song, it is, it may not be the catchiest in your opinion uh, on the EP, but to me, the, the, the melody I've had stuck in my head the entire time we've been working on it is the melody withdrawals Mm -hmm. it is so catchy and catchy in a dark way yeah uh not like happy whimsical but the lyrics too yeah oh my god uh and like i really you can you can argue this could be like a controversial statement but i wrote it with it well (laughs) I wrote it having a, <laughs> I wrote it having a hook, but that hook became another song. Oh, wow. <laughs> My stomach. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we both won. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We heard it through the headphones. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> um, I, I wrote the hook to the song as another song. Uh, or I wrote the hook to the song, and then that hook became another song. So I look at this song as not having a hook, but you can argue that there is a the part of the song that is the hook, catch, the catchy part. Well, w- if you look at withdrawals as its own song, yes, the, yeah, yeah. So like, if you look at Walwalt as a collective song, yeah, even though they're two on two different tracks, then. Withdrawals would be kind of like the long intro, and then withdrawals would be like the big chorusy bits. Yeah. Um, I said thinking. with wishful thinking. They sorry, so I, I, get, I, yeah. I get them so confused. It's okay. <laughs> That's why we call it Wubba. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, okay. So w- wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Yeah. That. Well, <laughs> I would say I this, wrote it. I wrote wishful thinking with withdrawals. Yeah. Like I, that it was the same day, I wrote that the hook to wishful thinking, for withdrawals, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm actually uh, the people I have let listen to wishful thinking, have loved that chorus, that they have found that very catchy, yeah, because they had they sing it, after really yeah, um, and let's see what was I saying. <laughs> uh, just talking about like a wishful thinking. Oh yeah, imagine. writing wishful thinking. When we decided to split the two songs, um, I was like, I don't know about this just being a chorus, a chorus yeah. in one song. So, so it, it kind of became its own thing. Yeah, it became its own thing. I wrote a verse and a. That is. Ooh, so sorry, that was loud. Um, I wrote a verse and a pre-chorus and a bridge to fit with the aesthetic of Moonlight and to fit with the chorus mm-hmm. of Wishful Thinking. And I think the outcome of that is perfect. Oh, God. And the, the meaning of Wishful Thinking is just like, 
empowerment. Yeah. And I think you can hear that within the instrumentals. Most just, definitely. Can you talk about the the new style of singing you've brought with yes, virtual singing? Yes. Okay. I've been very, very um what what's inspired? I have been so inspired by a couple of different artists and the way they use their voices. Um a couple of the artists is Banks, um, Dorian Electra. Uh, was there another one? I, I was really, I like. Um, you were going for Muna, but it didn't really happen. Yeah, I did. I did try Muna. I love Muna. I love Muna. I wanted <laughs> it to work so bad, um, but my voice just doesn't do that. <laughs> um, so I kind of trained my voice to to mimic or to have the same tone, that's mm -hmm. a better way to put it, to have the same tone as Dorian Electra in some songs and Banks in other songs. And I, what I've created is the Moonlight voice, yep. which is a little whiny, a little bit more on the, uh, a little babyish, like how you would say, how a lot of people say Britney Spears sings, like in that baby voice. But it it's a little whiny and it adds this, um, it adds a texture, especially when we go in and vocal process it, yeah. adding the deep voices over it. It right. adds a texture that I really like that has made the project. Not only like the different, I call them personalities of yeah. what you sing in, mm -hmm. but the chorus of Wishful Thinking is something you've never done before, which is kind of scream Ooh, singing. Yes. I've always wanted to do this too. Like sing with a growl. Right. Let me tell you. <laughs> I did kind of hurt my voice singing the chorus of I, Wishful Thinking, dang. but it's okay. It was so worth it. <laughs> You're gonna love it. I'm literally screaming. Yeah. Uh, I had to hold the mic about here. <laughs> oh, when the audio clipped. Yeah, boy. but it was. It was. I mean, it made war, it. Yeah, it was yeah. worth it. Yeah, especially for the project. <laughs> um, but I, I just, I scream and growled uh, to the main part of the chorus. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. That was. <laughs> So disgusting. I'm so sorry. You just vomited. <laughs> you just hit your head. Everything happens at once. What is happening? <laughs> wow. God. When the podcast turns to like <laughs> an action movie. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Um, Freaking threw up. Oh, oh, oh. I was singing. Uh, the chorus of Wishful Thinking and screaming it. I was screaming the chorus and I added these harmonies that just flowed into it mm -hmm. and it works really well, I think. It, oh yeah, it does, definitely. Okay. One thing I'm wondering about. Okay. The ending of Wishful Thinking. The, the, ending? the ending? You are not prepared. <laughs> You're really not. You, it, all no. the things. All the things. The best way I can describe wishful thinking, like, in general, especially including the ending, is, um, it, like, it, it sounds like a soundtrack to a movie, like an action movie. Mm -hmm. The first thing I thought whenever we did the, um, was it the chord progression, I believe? I was like, this kind of sounds like it should be in the Avengers. Yeah. But, like, make it hyper-pop. It was the chord progression. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Make the the Avengers hyper-pop, hyper -pop, and, and you that's get wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. With, like, a hopeful undertone. Yeah. Yeah. Endearment. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, we achieved that. We did. I'm proud of that. Excuse I'm so excited. <laughs> what? 
I gave you my burps. Oh, that's <laughs> disgusting. Um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, like, I'm so proud that we achieved what we were going the, the for. The cinematic. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, but but we both have a passion for film, whether mm-hmm. it be like films themselves or ma- making some type of video. Yeah, I feel like that translates into music so much. It really does. Yeah, and it helps you just see it. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Um, and just the big uh, wow, the ending of uh, wishful thinking is just so. And it opens the EP. It does. And you go right into hyper. Oh, <gasps> wow! I'm well, so excited. I think that's that's all of it. I think so. We've, We've talked about every song. Yeah, and like we touched on how it came together. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Like, mm, not that I know of. Wow. I'm I'm so excited to start getting the visual things we've been working on out yeah and to introduce you to our new sound and not only that i feel like this is i mean not it is a rebranding and i feel like it's truly the start of you as a prominent artist on digital media yeah yeah i really feel like it's the start of something big (laughs) because this is like what i've this project is something I've always wanted to do, but I've never been able to do it. Mm-hmm. Because when when I would work, when I would do acapella, mm-hmm. um, it would, you, you know, I, I could only do so much. Right. And I couldn't achieve sounds, like I couldn't achieve a genre through acapella. Mm-hmm. So it just had to be a certain sound. And so I couldn't explore there. And then with Pink Lemonade, it was so specific the genre that I couldn't, you know, stray from that. But right. this is something I've always wanted to do. Right. And I'm so, so lucky and glad that, you know, we had the opportunity to make yes. it. And I think I think they're going to enjoy it because it's danceable. It's uh, The replay value is, like, um, amazing. Off the charts. It better be on the charts. Oh, imagine that. Oh, I can't. <laughs> awesome. The- Kind of ending it as like one big wrap up, the EP artwork. The EP artwork. Is it out by now? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. The EP artwork. Oh. I'm so proud of that jacket. Oh. I made that jacket. And you holding the moon. Yes. I was like, can you edit the moon in my hand? And you were like, yeah. And then I I didn't know how that was going to work. Like I didn't know how it was going to look. And then you sent me that picture. And I about freaked out. Really? I was like, it's so good. Really? <laughs> it was so good. And it, it is so good. If you know if you know what the EP artwork looks like, if you I don't say, know what the artwork looks like, go look at I it. I would say as like a, not necessarily, it's, it's art, but like, I consider it less like drawing, more so like graphic stuff. It is probably some of the best graphic work I've done. Yeah. Especially with the countdown pictures that are coming. Mm-hmm. Most definitely some of the best stuff that we've ever done. It's it's so really... clear. Yes. And so, like, ah, uh, it's so good. Also, I dyed my hair for this project. You did. I do it. I dye my hair for every project. Yeah. And it has grown so quick. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was supposed to be white. This is like as white as I could get it, but editing. You edit it. Yep. And it looks perfect. Yep. Um. Well, I think. Yeah. Thank you for coming to the Ava podcast, and I hope you enjoy Moonlight. It should be out within the next couple of days. Let's cross our fingers. Yeah, let's cross our fingers. <laughs> um, thank you, Christian, for coming on. Thank and you for having me. Hopefully, we can do this on a regular thing if you want, like just you know talking. And yeah. hopefully, you enjoyed us talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Adios. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>